We thank you for leading us the first Wednesday of 2022. As you lead us gently and surely, help us follow you quietly and confidently. For you love us more than anything, and you love to nourish us and grow us in your righteousness and goodness. Speak to us now with your words through your Holy Spirit. Make our life unite with your truth. In the most secure name of Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd, we pray. Amen. Monday we learn the posture about God and ourselves from Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, means I am his blessed sheep. Yesterday we studied the provisions of God for the food and restoration of our soul. Today we will learn about God's protection. With that in mind, let's read Psalm 23, verse 1 to 4. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and staff, your staff, they comfort me. The scene of verse 4 today is a dark, deep, dark valley. It is actually a continuation of an earlier scene in verse 2, that shepherds lead me and guides me in the path of righteousness. And here is an important reality check that we must remember. That is, we don't always walk in comfortable, safe, sunny flatland like Texas. Often we go down, fearfully down in our life journey. And surprisingly, the Lord, the Good Shepherd, often leads us there. Let me illustrate that. Once I read about a, a huge loggerhead turtle that laid her eggs on a Florida beach and then became disoriented. Instead of returning back toward the sea, the turtle began to walking further into the sand dunes where she was discovered by a park ranger. The ranger took a crowbar and flipped her over upon her back. Then he used the chains to connect the turtle's legs to tow bar of his jeep, and he towed the turtle back toward the sea and the turtle loose. While the turtle was being dragged along, I'm sure she didn't consider it comfortable situation. We often feel the same way about what God is doing to us. Sometimes God has to turn our life upside down. And while we are on our back getting dragged, it is hard to know whether we are being killed or saved. Sometimes God has to take us from our sunny, delightful summit to a scary dark valley because he knows better. He sees a whole journey and he is taking us to a good destination. According to Kenneth Bailey, a New Testament scholar who lived in the Middle East for 40, 40 years, again, that we mentioned, I mentioned yesterday, there is an actual valley of a shadow of death in Palestine near Jericho. 
and every shepherd in the area knows of, knows of it. The valley is about five miles long, and it is uh, not more than 12 feet at the widest section of the base. The actual path on the solid rock is so narrow that in places sheep cannot hardly turn around in case of danger. In summer 1957, in a similar deep valley uh, near the ancient city of Petra in Jordan, a flash flood swept 50 French tourists and leaving only two survivors and actually shocked, you know, shocked the world. And King Hussein of Jordan, he has to visit the site to show his sympathy and solidarity to the victim's family. The Valley of a Shadow of Death is a section of a trail that cannot be avoided. There is a no bypass road and no magical escape. Likewise, we often go through inevitable section of life called the Valley of Sin, Suffering, Sickness, and even Death. The good news is that David did not say this valley is where trail ends. Get used to it. Rather, it is a valley through which the sing singer of a psalm may need to pass. But the psalmist knows that his journey does not end there. In the dark valley, he experiences deeper comfort of God than before. And that's why at this point in Psalm 23, God dramatically kind of walks on stage. And David addressed him directly. He said, Though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. David did not say, I'll have no fear or no evil. He faces evil and fear, but he has something bigger than evil and his own fear. That is the presence of God and his protection. In life, we cannot evade evil and death and suffering, but we can experience God's, God and His comfort. Here, do you notice that David switches his personal pronoun of God from he to you? Up to now, God is he who leads me, he who restores my soul, he who guides me. But here in verse 4, God is you who are with me. You are with me. God's presence is felt more accurately and closely in our valley of fear than anywhere in our journey. This reminds me of what C.S. Lewis said in his book, Problem of Pain. Pain insists upon being attended. God whispers to us in our pleasure and speaks in our consciences, but God shouts in our pains. Pain is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Pain is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. In the valley of a shadow of death, God's love sounds louder and it echoes longer. In the valley of pain, we see Emmanuel, God with us, and his presence is our protection. Up to now, we saw God walking ahead of us, like a shepherd who gently led and guided the ship. But here in the valley, we see God walking next to us. 
and we feel his closeness more than ever. Then David adds two special comforts of God. He said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hebrew word, here translated rod, shibit, has a long history. It means, uh, its meaning includes a rod, scepter, and weapon. It does not refer to a walking stick. Rather, it's a shepherd's primary offensive weapon for protecting the flock from enemies, be they uh, wild animals or human thieves. The instrument itself is about a two and a half feet long with a mice-like uh, end into which uh, heavy pieces of iron are often embedded. It becomes a formidable weapon. With the rod of God, David is confessing, I'm safe from exterior harm. I'm safe from uh, external danger because my shepherd has his rod and is very skillful with it and he will surely protect me against uh, exterior harm or uh, external danger. Tony Evans illustrate the comfort of God's rod in this way. He said, quote, I have to learn the truth that in God's will, I'm safer than any place I could be. From my own father, he still lives in the ghetto. I've been trying to for years to get him to move, but he won't. I went to visit him recently, and as we sat on the porch, we, uh, we saw drug deals going on down the street, and two women start fighting in the middle of the street like a cats and dogs. It was another normal day in the neighborhood. Daddy, I said, why won't you move? This is not a safe place. Boy, he answered. He still calls me that. Boy, let me explain, uh, let me explain something. The same God who got you out of this neighborhood and the same God who got your brothers and sisters out of this neighborhood is the same God that I got with me right now. If God tells me to move, I'll move. But He has me at peace right where I am. And if I am in His will, I am as safe here in the ghetto as anybody out in the suburb. Tony Evans said, My daddy understands the rod of God. And I love that you know, statement that, you know, I am safer in God's will than anywhere else. The other important instrument in the hand of a shepherd that mentions in this psalm is a staff. Traditional uh, shepherd's staff is a lighter and longer than the rod. The shepherd leans on his staff and climbs with it and often drags his sheep with it. It's long enough that he can reach some distance and guide the edges of a flock in the right direction. It's usually about a five feet long and shepherds is never without it. By the way, Aaron's you know, shepherd's staff even made it into the Ark of God. So almost always one end of a, 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 a staff has a crook on it and when a lamb cannot scramble down from a ledge or falls into the crevice or down in a bank into a stream, the shepherd is able with a crook on his staff 
the catch the lamb by leg or shoulder and gently lift it back to the path. So a ceiling, uh, a fresco, a fresco in the in the one of the early Christian catacombs in Italy depicted Jesus with a good as a good shepherd with a sheep over his shoulders while holding a staff. You know, with a staff, God actually protects me from interior harms. Interior harms, while God saves me. From exterior danger with his rod, he saves me and safeguards me from interior danger with his staff. For me, staff of God is a God's loving correction of my mistaken steps. I don't know about you, but my greatest danger is not external, but internal. Do you know? The most fearful enemy of your pastor, his name is Paul I. Kim. You know, this guy, Paul I. Kim, often thinks that his perspective is better than God's. You know, my internal deception is more persistent and more dangerous than any external challenge. So practically speaking, you know, that's why I need to focus on God's word and prayers. Otherwise, I'll be easily deceived by myself, my own heart. And also, God uses other people's sharing about their you know, spiritual journey, their, you know, their reflected reflection of their spiritual life, especially in our house church. God has been using that as a staff of a correction for me. So let me ask you, does a God's staff comfort you? Can God has, has God been correcting you? In conclusion, David wants us to know there will be emotional highs and emotional lows like a shadow of death. But even those seasons of a darkest shadow, we don't have to let our emotion have the final word. We should let our God have the final word. So let us not quit on Him, especially in the valley, don't throw in the towel. We are loved too much for that. God, in His love, has a plan and purpose for our time in the valley, in the valley of a shadow of death. Let us hear our Good Shepherd's voice louder, and His feel, and then feel His touch stronger and closer than before. God can meet us where we are, and God will be our sunshine. Let's pray together. Gracious Heavenly Father, you are more than our comfort. You are our confidence. Thank you for leading and guiding us even in the valley of a shadow of death. And help us to remember you are closer to us in our dark and dangerous part of our journey more than anywhere else. And you can meet us where we are, and you will be our sunshine, you will be our joy, you will be our peace. And truly, Lord, you are bigger than anything in this world, bigger than our need. Help us, Lord, to walk faithfully even in the valley of a shadow of death, and help us confidently 
bear testimony that you are good shepherd, not only good days, but hard days, even bad days, because you are the God who gave your only begotten Son to dumb ships like us in his most closer and present name we pray amen